Welcome to Pro Wrestling Nation. I am your host. My name is Funky Sam Medina, and we have a special guest this week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, the locksmith, Brandon Williams. What's up, Brandon? What is up, man? How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good, man. How you doing? I'm making it, man. It's a beautiful day here in the River City, Alabama. Oh, nice, nice. Nice weather for once. It's going to be real cold here in a couple months, so I'm I'll try yeah. to get out and enjoy it later, you know? I'm looking forward to the cold because it was so hot here during the summer. Ah, man. Cold is like, no. No. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. Anyway, <laughs> how's, how's life out there in Alabama, man? Ah, it's going, man. Uh, you know, day by day over here. Crazy stuff always happening, I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah, Absolutely. Hey, so let's get into it. Uh, you are the locksmith. Why do they call you the locksmith? Uh, the locksmith, I started out, my name is Brandon Williams. Uh, my shoot name is Brandon Williams. So I started going by that, and it's a very generic name, obviously. So <laughs> my buddy was like saying, you know, you got to add something on to it. So uh, he came up with the locksmith because uh, a lot of my holds and stuff like that, uh, submission techniques, I have a background in judo wow. and uh, jiu-jitsu. So I tried to try to incorporate that, plus um, my hardcore music, my love for hardcore music. So tried to uh, infuse those two things. If you That's will. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And you have a love, you have a special love for technical wrestling. Is that right? Uh, yes, big time, man. Yeah, me too, man. I love, I love technical wrestling. I remember growing up, uh, you know, Bret Hart was always my favorite. And yeah. you know, everybody's like, oh, Undertaker, Undertaker. I'm like, no, Bret Hart, man. Wrestle him down to the mat, you know, break him apart piece by piece. Hell yeah. Yeah. See, I was the opposite when I was a kid. I was into like Shawn Michaels and Jeff Hardy and shit like that. Like the flash. It, yeah. Yeah. The flash <laughs> people. But see, I'm probably a little older than you. So like I was, you know, late, late teens, early twenties, you know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you like the flashy guys too. That's cool, man. Hell yeah. yeah. So let's go back. Let's go back to Shawn Michaels and Jeff Hardy. How did your, uh, how did your wrestling fandom begin? Um, through wrestling figures, man. Like, uh, I was probably sixth grade, fifth grade. Uh, staying the night at a friend's house and he had some wrestling figures. And, uh, I guess that's how I got introduced to like whoever it was because I was kind of interested in what these toys were. Oh, and wow. so I started watching TV. And then, yeah, just from there, it was, uh, it was right before the boom period, right in the late 90s, like right before like it got really popular with everybody. I got into it. So it was like, I got into it, I guess, at the right time, right when it was uh, about to hit the peak there. <laughs> Do you remember who the figures were that you saw first? Uh, British Bulldog of the the Jacks, the snapping uh, the snapping joint ones, which I have somewhere over here. Um, oh, wow! And then the Ultimate Warrior, Shawn Michaels, that that line of uh, WWE figures. Those Jacks snapping Jacks were pretty fun. I remember that was kind of the transition from the little yeah. the little hard plastic ones to. Yeah, I see, I never got into those. So this was like, I guess the the next versions of those. Yeah, that's what I grew up on. The little uh, what are they? Oh, LJN. Nice. Okay. LJN is that yeah. right? I don't know. No, oh, yeah. no, LJN was the big tall ones. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. One. I don't know what those are <laughs> called, but yeah, that's what I grew up on too. That's cool, man. Um, so, uh, when did you, did you you started watching it from there? Uh, yeah, started watching WWF really, and then uh, because where I'm based, WCW was kind of more popular. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, with Atlanta being you know a few hours from where I am right now. Um, but yeah, I started watching both. I was kind of more into WCW after I watched WWF for a little bit. Until the whole attitude era changed, and then 
I was a teenager then, so it was like perfect fit for watching that. Yeah, it's funny. I'm a little older than you, but my my buddy and I always said that uh, that wrestling kind of grew up with us because when we were kids, it focused on the kids, and then when we became teenagers, it got a little more edgy, you know. And it's then crazy, uh, yeah. when I became an adult, it went back to the kids and went. Back <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, uh, who are some of your favorites? Like Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy. You said. Um, what what uh what were you like what was it that drew you to to them? I think Shawn Michaels was just the athleticism, man. Like, and just the matches he put on. I remember like his matches with Bret Hart and uh, the SummerSlam where uh, he screwed the uh, Undertaker out of it and stuff like that. Yeah, ninety seven. Like, that's what I right when I got into it. Like the storylines were they're really good, man. Yeah, they at least I thought they were good back then. I guess they're good. You know, I uh, I was watching this thing. It was like top ten uh, wrestlers who wrestled drunk. And, <laughs> uh one of the one of the entries was Shawn Michaels. Now, apparently, shit. apparently in his book or something, he admitted that, you know, back in the day when he was like doing drugs and whatever, he wrestled drunk a couple of times. But the person that was doing the video goes, Yeah, well, nobody ever really noticed. So <laughs> <laughs> Sean was so good, man. He was really good. And it sucks. I guess he was kind of a dickhead back then. So like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I just wish, I wish things were different because like, like right. I told you before, I'm a Bret Hart guy and, yeah. and Shawn Michaels kind of made things weird for Bret and that kind of led to the end of his career, you know? Oh man. And Bret's the man. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Hell yeah, he is. Uh, so let's talk about your judo background. How did you get into judo? Uh, through wrestling, man, like starting wrestling training. I started both kind of around the same time. Okay, so you're older. Yeah, so I'm I'm about to be 38 here in a few months. Okay, okay. I started nice. when I was started training when I was uh, I guess 35. Yeah, oh, so you trained a little later in life. That's interesting. Yeah, I started really late, with no aspirations to do anything. You know, just to start training. Yeah, and, uh, no, definitely. So yeah, started both at the same time just to try to learn. You know, as much as I could. Always had an interest in doing uh, grappling and stuff like that. Just never really, uh, you know, delved into it. So, so as an adult, uh, how, when did you, when did you think that like you wanted to do this? Um, well, I, I, me and my buddy started New South here, which is, uh, one of our promotions here. Yeah. I'm actually, sorry. I'm actually getting into New South, uh, you know, recently it's, it's really good. And I have IWTV now, so I'm like catching up on stuff and whatever. Uh, but yeah, dude, New South is pretty much where it's at on the indie scene. So good for you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, um, when I was in high school, I did backyard wrestling and stuff like that, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's how I met my buddy that's doing New South with me now. Uh, we met through backyard wrestling. Uh, he's a little bit older than me. And uh, I started going to some just local yokel shows, you know, bad shows in the area. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I got I got into music after that. So that was a couple of years where I just started going to shows as fans, you know, following the wrestling. Yeah, and, and then, then you're, you're playing music and just being a wrestling fan. That's kind of what I yeah. do. I'm a comedian and I'm a wrestling fan. <laughs> and then after the whole music thing, um, I, I came back. I'd moved out to California actually for a couple of years. Oh, hell yeah. And, Wait, what uh, part? What part? I lived in Milpitas, San Jose. So, oh, yeah. shit. I'm from, that's where I'm from, San Jose. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the home. I lived, lived out there for a couple of years with my dad. Uh, it was awesome. Love it out there, but it's expensive as shit. So. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I moved back here and then uh, we decided to start the promotion. And then a few years after doing the promotion, you know, I started, I wanted to start training. Uh, I knew I wanted to do it. So I guess it was kind of a now or never kind of deal. <laughs> wow. So let's talk about the music. What do you play? Uh, I play guitar, man. That's play cool. like mostly hardcore music, power chord, shit like that, you know. Who are some of your uh, for inspiration for music? 
uh, Hate Breed, Terror, love those. Uh, some West Coast bands, Lionheart, stuff like that out there. Uh, nice. I do. I do enjoy some Hate Breed. Hate Breed rules, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember one time one of my friends. Uh, they had a CD player in their car, and a Hate Breed CD got stuck in there. And you know, it's like not the end of the world because it's Hate Breed. You know, <laughs> any other CD might have been bad news, but that was a good one. Yeah, I saw them in San Francisco when they did the. Uh... Wow. I forgot. This was probably like twelve, ten or twelve years ago. That's yeah, cool. it, was, it was awesome, awesome show, man. One of the bands I saw recently that is like a kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity is Orgy. No, no shit. Yeah, I mean it's only Jay Jay Gordon. Everybody else is different. But That's it was still it was still rad as fuck. It was like 2016, oh, nice. 2017. Oh, nice! That's yeah, awesome. It was like late. It was like late in their career. They were so underrated for the they time were. of like new metal being hot. Like, not a lot of people got into them as far as like the corns, the Slipknots of the generation. But it's, it's crazy because it when so I started getting when I started getting into the new metal, you know, I was corn was my first band I really got yeah. into. My number one, and then like Limp Bizkit and things yeah. like this, Deftones, right? And then right. my friend gave me orgy candy ass. And the first time I ever put it in my CD player, I thought it was the worst thing I ever heard in my life <laughs> because the, the electric drums are just so different, yeah. you know? Um, but now like fast forward, what, 20 something years later, that's right. in my top five albums of all time. Yeah, man. Love that shit, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So uh, how long were you playing music in, in the bands and stuff? Uh, you know, I started playing guitar when I was a senior and just dicked around and, you know, until now. So <laughs> I played in a band for probably about, I think it was about two years. That's cool. Years you uh, you played yeah, some, some cool places out there. there? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I did some tours out there in California with uh, my buddy's band. I was doing merch for Maya Over Eyes. They're a San Jose band. Okay, okay. Um, I was doing merch and stuff for them, traveling up the West Coast. And uh, that was probably my most fun times doing stuff like that, man. Dude, uh, have you heard of this band called Insolence? Uh, yes, yeah. San Jose band from way back yeah. there, from the early two thousands. Uh, one of our one of our comedian friends just passed away, and oh, up, upon reading uh, some stuff about him online, I found out that uh, between I think it was like twenty fifteen and twenty nineteen, he was a member of the band Insolence. Uh, he was a drummer. Oh, I was shit. like, "Fuck, dude! I wish I would like like I found that out after he died. I'm like, "Fuck! I wish I would have talked to him about that. Oh, I love man, that band. Crazy. It's crazy." So you know Tommy, right? Was that Tsunami? You listen to Tsunami, big band out there. I don't know. I don't know them. Yeah, check them out. Big San Jose band, man. Tsunami. Tsunami. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll check them out. Yeah, I haven't really been into the local bands in a long time. Um, yeah. I used to kick with this band called Arsenic, and then uh, you know, True to Form, and all these other bands that were around here. Salmon was a big San Jose band, but those were like early two thousands. Right. That was like my heyday, you know. <laughs> what What's your go to food spot out there, man? Oh, um, anything like burritos, super burritos. I, I love, I love burritos. I can't get okay. enough of that shit. My, my place, I don't know if it's still there. I'm sure it is. La Vicks, man. Yeah, La Vicks. Yeah, there's a few different spots. In fact, I was just thinking that right now because there's a spot that we go to um, called the Brenham Lounge. We do go there sometimes. And like after the after the show's over, we're always like, let's go to La Vicks. Dude, I'm t- they don't have places like that around here. So like when I went out there for the first time, and they, uh, my homies took me there, man. It changed my life. Like that sauce, man. Like that orange sauce, yeah. On another level, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that does. That changes your life. I get so mad when I go. Can I get some orange sauce? And they give me two little things of it. I'm dude, like, can I get more, bro. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Can you just put it directly into my veins? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's cool. How long did you live out here? Uh, about two years. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Uh, do you uh, do you want to talk about like say the name of the band you're in? Uh, yeah, it was a band called Twenty One and One, which we got our name from. Uh, we were all watching WrestleMania. We couldn't think. Of <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "Fuck it, man!" Twenty One and One. It was That's like, dope, though. Oh man, what a night! Yeah. <laughs> were you guys we all watching it together? Yeah, we were all watching it together. What and, was uh, the uh, what was the reaction like when that happened? Man, I had to leave the room, dude. Like, <laughs> broke my heart, man. I remember uh, when Brock got Taker up for the third F five. I was like, "How's he gonna kick out of this?" You know, because like, of course he's not gonna lose. Like, how's he gonna kick out of it? And he and he did it. And I remember I was watching it with a room full of people, and it was just silent. Everybody was yeah. just shocked. We all looked I mean, like that one guy who became a meme, right? <laughs> But yeah, we played uh, regionally and locally. We didn't play, you know, do any big tours and stuff like that. But you know, it's for fun. That's cool. And then, uh, uh, what was your big inspiration to, to transition from the from the music to the wrestling as your main thing? Uh, just going back, to, like I said, in high school, uh, going to the local shows and stuff. So after the music, uh, I met back up with my buddy, which I haven't uh, we hadn't hung out in a long time, and we went and checked out another local show that was in the area. And we're like, man, this is still like still bad after all these years. It's just still <laughs> bad wrestling and bad stuff. So we're like, man, we could we could we should start something, you know. Um he'd thrown some shows back in the day, you know, and he's uh he knows some people through the wrestling business. So we combined, I had done music shows, so like I knew how to like draw people and you know, try to get a crowd into there, plus his wrestling knowledge, and so we just kind of started doing it like that and uh It'll be coming up on eight years next year of constantly, you know, consistently running. Hell yeah. So wait, you, crazy. you started yeah. a promotion? Is that what you're saying? Correct, yeah. What promotion did you start? New South. You started New South? Yeah, me and Dump Sanders, we started New South. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was because you're talking about starting a promotion. I'm like, oh wait, I thought he said New yeah. South. Yeah. But wow, congrats. <laughs> that's that's fucking yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, it's crazy, man, to think we've been going that long. But yeah, it's been a... Uh, a lot of a lot of ups and downs, but it's uh wow. it's, 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 uh, eight years, nice. Yeah, man, long time. <laughs> That's I'm just I'm kind of blown away because I you know like yeah. I didn't realize that you were one of the people that started New South because yeah I've been I've been watching that lately I've been into it I've interviewed a bunch of not a bunch but I've interviewed a few of uh of the people from New South I yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah Rita Raccoon a few other people yeah, yeah nice. good times awesome. good times hell yeah man okay so let's get to New South how did you how did you start a prom- a promotion. Yeah, like I said, me and my buddy went to these shows. Um, we saw that they were bad. And we knew we could do something good. And I had trust in him uh, to put it together. And so we started out, uh, it was probably, we started talking a year before we put on our first show. So we had to plan everything out. And, you know, we were kind of new to doing it this way. And we just hit the ground running, man, just promoting like, hardcore promoting dude like i was out every this was before i had a kid too so i was out every night flyering talking yeah. to people it was just constant constant and there wasn't really wrestling in the area and especially wrestling that was considered you know good and looking back at the first show it was not as good as it could be you know it's not good at all to me now but, <laughs> well no yeah you guys great. have eight years yeah. experience so like looking yeah. back like i mean my comedy looking back eight years i do not want to yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it's like looking back like yeah but uh yeah, we drew. I think the first show we we almost sold out the place. It was like three fifty. Wow. Uh, and then I think we started doing shows every three months. Then, and uh, after the first year of doing it every three months, we started every month. 
and then it was every month to now it's almost twice a month, sometimes three times a month. It's, it's crazy how many times we run now, but, uh, yeah, just a consistent trying to draw, playing the game, man, of booking a show, not losing your ass. And, you know, if you lose your ass, you got to bounce back and it's a constant gamble. That's for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been was a it, lot. Was it super scary? Like he said, it's a constant gamble. Was it super scary in the beginning? Like because like Vince McMahon put all in on the first WrestleMania, right. and if that would have busted, then he right. would have busted. Were you guys kind right. of in that position too? The first few shows, no. I was so I was so optimistic of I knew I can get people there. Almost like okay. with the music, how I drew crowds with the music. I was like, just I I can put a wrestling filter over the tactics I used to draw people. Yeah, like, I okay. can get them in the building. I know they like wrestling, but like, and then you know that they weren't really offering great wrestling in the area. Correct. So it's like they're they're not offering it here. It's at a decent price. I know there's wrestling fans here because when I go to WWE house shows, there's thousands of people there, thirty minutes from me. So like, hey, can we get a hundred to two hundred of those thousands of people? Like, you got to be able to do that. So that's why we're there at WWE shows. You know, passing out flyers, obviously. You know, yeah, that's smart. Like shooting fish in a barrel, but. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, first just uh yeah, getting the people in there and uh it's more so now is like staying consistent with draws and uh it's harder now, you know, cuz stuff is back to back. And when you're such a sm- it's you know, we're a small group of people that work together, we have jobs, we have lives. So, you know, it's a lot to handle to try to do everything and try to maximize, you know. Yeah. And it is, I'm sure it is a lot harder to draw now just because there's so many promotions, there's so many live streams. You know, correct, you yeah. have to catch people's attention. Yeah, correct. And now, like, uh, before then, there wasn't as many promotions in Alabama. Now there's, a, you know, there's a bunch of promotions, you know, some better than others. But there's definitely a lot more to choose from now in different areas. So as of eight years ago, there was maybe a handful that was even, you know, you could find on the Internet, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and then, like, wrestling streams weren't very prominent eight yeah correct ago. that too yeah yeah and now they're just they're constant layer everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. um how did you combat when you started getting more competition how did you combat that and and keep the fan base was it just like offering the best talent around uh yeah just try to put on the best show as far as like production wise um you know talent just trying to focus on the stuff that you can do to make your show better and, uh, you know, I'm aware of other shows and, you know, you like to watch other shows, competition and stuff mm-hmm. like that. See what they're doing that works. You know, that's good. And, you know, support competition, but definitely focus on the stuff that you can do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just talking to people because a lot of the times people just don't even know you exist. Like there's still people that come to our shows now have no clue, never heard of us before. And we've yeah. been doing it for eight years. It's just. It makes, it makes sense, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember an interview with, with Rob Van Dam. When he was in, in TNA, you know, talking about uh, people, when are you going to wrestle again? And he's like, I am wrestling every week on TNA. And they're like, what's that? You know? <laughs> exactly. And yeah, that's, then they're on TV. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're on a freaking network, you know? So, like, yeah. imagine doing it at a local level. Um, you can always find, and it's not just like you're looking for wrestling fans. Um, and that's one reason as a promoter, I know it sounds stupid, I'll wear a wrestling T-shirt in public, like a WWE shirt, because I'll have people say, hey, hey, man, I like that shirt, or, Oh, heck yeah. I remember Austin 316. Oh, yeah. yeah really? I have a flyer for my promotion. Like, it's an easy, you know, it's a bait. And it's me. it's a good way to yeah. start a conversation. One of my uh, really good this, friends, yeah. <laughs> one of my really good friends, I met him because I wore a Bullet Club to a comedy show and he came up yeah. to me to talk about it. 
Exactly. It's a starting point. It's a talking point, man. As yeah. a business mind, I'm trying to market. I'm trying to promote always, man. I mean, if you wear it to a WWE show, you're going to blend in. But <laughs> if you wear it to the mall, yeah. you'll stick out a exactly. lot more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's it's just trying to find people to come to your show, uh, spend some money. You know, you can go to the movies or you can come to a live theater for about the same price and probably cheaper. So that's my hook. Um, and yeah, just trying to pack pack the show out and uh, not lose money. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So what do you? Um, I don't know. Going from from zero to where you are now, eight years later, like just how do you feel about how far you guys have come? Uh, we've came a long way for sure, but there's definitely like stuff. I'm always like hyping on stuff we can do better, and that's uh, that's good. And it takes it's a lot of moving parts, man. It's like yeah. so much. That's awesome. That's that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Like I had no idea that you were part of that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Thank you for checking our stuff out, by the way. Yeah, yeah I do. I do enjoy. I do enjoy you guys. I really feel like you know there's some of the best indie people there, like like Hunter Drake and and Kenzie yeah. Page and all these people. Yeah. Like it's just so much fun. Oh yeah, for sure. And like seeing those guys, like like you just mentioned, like go from like Hunter. Me and Hunter started training around the same time when he was in high school, and you know me being an older in the mid thirties training with someone <laughs> yeah. seventeen, and you know like to see where we're both you know at right now, you know it's pretty cool. You know, seeing Kenzie from basically wrestling in Tennessee to where she's at now, and uh, just all kinds of people, man. Like Austin Theory, like he started. Oh, I think his, one of his did first he start with matches, you guys. Yeah, one of his first. I think his like first or third match was with us. Didn't you and, guys have him there recently, like as a seminar? Uh, it was or, probably uh, probably it was right before. Pre- yeah, it was right before he went to NXT the first time or okay. whenever he got signed by yeah, yeah, WWE. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, he started with us wow. straight out the gate at Fox's school. So he was with us a lot, like, for sure. And then, uh, yeah, obviously we knew that kid was going, you know, he, he looked like a grown man at 18 years old. And, you know, it was like, man, yeah, he's going to get a deal. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, as soon as I saw him, too, I was like, that guy's a yeah, that, that's Yeah, I was about to say, he's, he's a blue chipper, man. Uh, it, it, was, it was a cool guy, man. He was always nice to us and humble guy, so. Hell yeah. I don't know about now. He probably has an ego now, but you know. <laughs> if you watch him on TV, you think he does. That's for sure. I was about to say, he's probably got, you know, millions of dollars in his pocket now. So I don't know how he is, but uh, <laughs> he was cool. So, so where did you train? Like who trained you? Uh, my buddy uh, that, tra- that trained and wrestled under Burt Prentice in Tennessee back in the day. He was my original trainer. Um, he's a judo slash pro wrestler. Okay. So, like, his thing was shoot holds and i guess that's where you know it comes in because how he trained me so we trained and then i started uh training with cabana man dan which is down here in my area and then uh whenever we started you know doing training with new south kenzie and cabana man dan would both run classes so at that point i was doing seminars and then just you know going through like that man yeah definitely and then um, so you, uh, Cabana, uh, Cabana Man, Dan and Kenzie became your, your trainers for, for New South. Correct. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. And then you guys are really taking people like from, from the ground level and, and, and producing them out, you know, into yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. So, uh, where are you, are you wrestling elsewhere or are you wrestling only in New South right now? What's, what's on your agenda? Uh, this year, um, I haven't gotten out as much as I did last year. Um, I wrestled for, did some GCW shows this year. 
I wrestled Blake Christian for the GCW title. Okay, okay. I probably saw that thing because I I've, I've been watching every GCW show this year. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah, man. I wrestled at Grind. I don't know if you've ever checked out Grind on IWC. I've seen them, but I haven't checked them out. Yeah, great promotion. Can't put them over enough. Um, I wrestled Andy Brown up there. Andy Brown's awesome. Definitely a big fan of that guy. Um, and then, you know, here in the Southeast, TWE, obviously New South, Retinal Wrestling in Birmingham, which is on IWTV, um, Action Wrestling. Just trying to, you know, trying to go, trying to travel a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I'm 30, 37 now. I've got a full-time bar gig job. You know, I work five days a week. Uh, weekends are usually wrestling. If not, you know, I have my six-year-old son, and I'm about to have another kid in February. So, like, oh, congratulations. Yeah, trying to go to school in, uh, in January, you know. Obviously, you know, wrestling is probably not going to pay my lifetime bills. <laughs> Never expected that when I started training, you know, like, my long-term goal was if I ever got a dark match for a big company, that was the pinnacle, like, this can never happen kind of deal. Have you so done like, that yet? Uh, no. That's yet. like that's the goal. Like That's the goal. Hell yeah, man. Like so, like, to make it this far, I never thought I'd have to make it this far. Like, I started thinking, man, I might have a few matches kind of deal. Because uh, I didn't start really traveling until 2021. My first show outside of Alabama was 2021. I mean, and that I, makes sense because you're busy, like, behind the scenes, really. And you got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I was behind the scenes. I only wrestled a few times at New South then. And, you know, obviously I couldn't get booked anywhere else because I've only wrestled at New South a few times. So no one's really going to book somebody that's only wrestled a few times. And then, you know, coming out of the pandemic and life was kind of hard at the time for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the pandemic hit. Yeah, right when ever, like, I just got out of training. So it was like, man... I'm done training and now I can't wrestle. <laughs> like, wow. and then it was just another year of that. So 21 was the really the breakout year, if you want to call it that. Um, so how long, as, you've only been wrestling for a couple of years? How long have you been wrestling? Uh, legit, like consistently wrestling since 21. Wow. So you've been a promoter for about four years before you even started wrestling. Yeah. Wow. And I wanted to train. It was just one of those things of uh, didn't have the money to go off and train at these big schools. Yeah. The training around me, as far as like other places, was just not legit. And it was just like, man, let me just work in the wrestling business for a little bit and learn this and learn, like, you know, listen and learn. And then, you know, hey, it was kind of, you know, on and off. Did I want to actually wrestle? You know, getting in the ring, that shit hurt. You know what I mean? Like, at first, it was a mental game of, man, this sucks. Like, physically, do I really want to do it? And then it was just like trying to do it. It was like my last, kind of like my last shot at like, you know, if this shit don't work, fuck it. I got to get a goddamn job. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got you know, to fucking, you know, pay bills, dude. Like this dream ain't going to, you know, help yeah. me when I'm fucking old and can't get a fucking. Well, uh, <laughs> I've never taken a bump, but I'm assuming it hurts a lot less than like 24. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, man, I, I wish I would have started then. Because yeah. I, I wish I would have started I, comedy then too. Personally, bro, I was in prime time shape when I was in California, dude. I was in like running the hills, of fucking out there, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, but now, yeah, I was like, man, I wish I would have done it then because man, my body could handle it. But uh, I started, I started comedy at 29, and whenever I see somebody who's like, you know, 20 or 21, I'm like, man, I wish I would have started when I was dude, your age. I know, man, but uh, you know, whatever, it happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah right. We all, yeah. We all, we all kind of have our own pace and our own path. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a huge Blake Christian fan. Like Blake Christian's like put on some of the best matches in the world right now. Uh, yeah. What was it like to step in the ring with him? I, man, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Like I was kind of nervous because, like, I'm a mat wrestler. I'm an older dude, and I'm about to wrestle a cardio machine that it's in his like mid 20s. So it's like, man, I hope I can keep up with this dude, or even like, you know, make this match feasible. You know, like watchable. <laughs> Because he's on another level, man. Like, I'm not on his level. I'll say that a hundred times. Like, that dude's awesome. But, uh, like, I put it all in that match, man. And I was very nervous. Uh, it was a fun match. Um, that dude's definitely, he's the dude, man. Like, he can go for sure. Yeah. No, he really is. He's really good. Yeah. What show was it? It was, uh, GCW versus New South, the second one. Okay. Okay. I'll have to go back and watch that again. I'll, I'll look yeah, the first versus show. If you go back and watch the, I think it's uh, it's the GCW show in Huntsville back in January. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it right now. That's funny. Take a picture or something like I that. I got a timeline on Fight Plus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, in that match, uh, Hunter Drake jumps off the top rope and lands on my ankle. And I thought I broke my ankle. And my foot, like, swelled up and, like, bruised up. And I was supposed to wrestle Tony Depp in the next day. Oh, and wow. So, Another I, one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, I know, man. I was looking forward to that match. Like, I was really looking forward to that one. And uh, I was bummed out, man. I'd uh, I'd ordered my new gear. I got my new gear made, and I was waiting until the next day because I was wrestling him. And the night before uh, at that GCW show, I got my fucking ankle, you know, messed up. So that sucked. So uh, it was cool to wrestle the versus show, too, which was, you know, I can't remember, sometime this summer. And uh, to be able to actually wrestle, that was cool. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And then what's it what's it like for you to like do like a co-production? Is it like way different? Is it like chaotic? Is it is it just fun? It's more fun because I guess it's not as much on your plate. You you're sharing yeah. the so, you know, yeah. as far as everything else. Uh and uh yeah, those shows are really relaxed and fun, man. Brett and his crew, his video crew is the most professional video crew I've been around. Uh those guys know what they're doing, like, and, they're, and their product looks great. So very professional guys. Put those guys over. That's cool. uh, but, yeah, uh, Brett's super cool guy, man. Like, obviously, I never met him before doing these shows, you know, only seen his stuff online, you know, heard of, heard of him. But uh, he's a very cool guy, man. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Hunter Drake, uh, your yeah. current champion for New South. Correct. Uh, I was watching. Uh, I don't remember the name of the GCW show either, uh, but he did the spot, and it was just—it just absolutely blew my mind. He did a double, uh, double Spanish, double Spanish fly. <laughs> there we go, double yeah. Spanish fly off of like a balcony area, and like yeah. onto a bunch of other people, and that was like one of the greatest spots I've ever seen. Oh yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit, dude. That that kid has been doing crazy shit since we started training. Like no shit. Like whenever he was doing the. When he started for New South, him and his buddy Tyler Franks, which is another good guy, uh, you should check out. Okay. Uh, yeah, they were a security team. So they were like these young boys. They looked like they were in high school. They were just our security uh security kids. And so they weren't even they weren't even training yet. They were just like literally security. Yeah, they were tra- yeah, they were training. Okay, they, okay, were, okay. they were just coming in and taking bumps. Like, yeah. you know, they're the lackeys that come in and take bumps. And so <laughs> You know, they were doing that. And then I remember one time they got put in a match with us. It was like a big six-man match. And Hunter, as the security dude, like, he climbs up the bleachers and does like a moonsault off the bleachers onto everybody. And I was like, man, 
this kid's fucking crazy. So like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me one bit, like to see how far he's gotten. He's gotten so much better, obviously, since then. But uh, yeah, he's really stepping his game up, man. And to be so young, you know, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, that is really awesome. That is really awesome. Um, also, speaking of Hunter Drink, uh, he won the Haas tournament this year. Tell us a little bit about the Haas tournament. Yeah, the Haas tournament. This is year number, I'll say this was year number, I think, five, is it? Um, we had Yehi, Fred J. Hayes, the first winner. Um, I think Cabana Man Dan was number two. Uh, we've had Derek Neal win it, Adam Priest, Hunter Drake, Kenzie Page. Yeah, so I think this is six, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the sixth year of Hoss. So, yeah, we've had a lot of bangers in Hoss. We had uh, in 2020, if you ever go back and watch that Hoss, that's one of my favorite Hosses. I've only seen this year. You've seen this year? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I've only seen this year, but I'll go back and check out 2020 if it's that good. 2020 is a really good one. Um, That had uh, Blake Christian and A.R. Fox, I think, was a first-time matchup. Oh, this was before Blake Chris. He was he was kind of starting to get on the scene a little bit. I think he'd wrestled a couple for ROH. And uh, I remember Fox didn't even know who he was at the time. And I was like, man, this was one of the matches like I really pushed for in the in the group. I was like, man, this match right here, like I, I'd love to see. Like, I think this one, this one bangs. And going back and watching it, man, like it was a great match. So looking to see where they're at now, it was like, man, that's that's really cool to see. Yeah, where, yeah, especially yeah, where they both are, right? Because Air yeah. Fox is like an unsung hero, and he's been around forever. Exactly. I'm, I'm yeah. glad he's finally getting his due. Dude, Fox got me back into watching like like independent wrestling, like after the music stuff. I kind of stopped watching WWE. Like whenever you said it got like real kitty, I kind of just like fell out of love with it. Didn't watch anything, and then uh, one of my buddies showed me Air Fox. And I was like, man, this dude's legit, dude. Like, this is dope. Like, this kind of reminds me of the old ECW, like, fucking the vibes and stuff like that. And then I kind of, you know, obviously just divvied off. And, uh, you know, that's one of the big reasons we uh, we had AR Fox. We were supposed to have AR Fox on our first show. Uh, he had to pull out. And then uh, we, we ended up booking Moose. But uh, later oh, on, yeah. we had Fox. And then, obviously, that's where Austin Theory came in with Fox. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Fox is awesome, dude. Great wrestling. I like, I like how, you know, he was a guy that you just like fell in love with and you're like, we have to book this guy. No, that's one of the, yeah, that's like the one thing. Like when I was talking to my buddy, I was like, I already had Fox because I was in my head. I was like, man, this dude got me back to watching wrestling, man. Like I need to see this dude live. Like I was a fan then, you know, getting into it. I was just a wrestling fan. I didn't know shit. I'll say it. I was fucking wrestling Mark, but like obviously. Eight years later, I've learned, and obviously, I'm not a wrestler right now. I'm still a fan of wrestling, but yeah, but you got to be a fan as a promoter because you got to see I mean, yeah. who excites you and who you like, and who you know who's right. doing cool stuff and and all this right. stuff in order to know who to bring in. Exactly, yeah, yeah. That's super but, cool. Yeah. Was it, was it uh, Air Fox and PWG? Uh, I think it was some older stuff, man. Wow, even older than because I picked up some DVDs of uh, I don't know if you know Christian Haim. He's an older wrestler. Uh, from back in the day, did like CZW. I don't think so. I don't think so. This was like the early, early 2000s. Wow. It's one of his DVDs, and uh, I forgot who Fox was wrestling on that DVD, but uh, yeah, but then I divvied off, you know, obviously PWG stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrestled a lot of PWG back like 10 years ago. It was really right. fun. That, that was like, that was my like big time, like being a big fan was just like PWG stuff like 10 years ago with all those guys now 
or either WWE or AEW. Oh yeah, like yeah, the, it was crazy stuff back then, dude. I couldn't imagine going to some of those older PWG shows. <laughs> yeah, the Young Bucks, Kevin Steen, yeah. Ray Gargano, like Cage, yeah, El Generico. Yeah, all one of my favorites was Uha Nation, man. Oh I'm yeah, me too. I was so excited. He's a whole other guy in PWG, dude. Yeah, he <laughs> loves was. the PWG, man. I love Apollo Cruz, man. I think he's from. He graduated at Auburn. Who uh? Great. Who are some of your your people that that came through New South that have gone up to AEW or WWE? Oh, let's see. Um, as far as like people we've kind of booked, like booked more, we've had a lot of people come through that you know yeah. moved on. Uh, like Atlanta. Austin Theory, you mentioned. Austin Theory would probably be the number one as far as he was booked at our show a lot. Like, I we knew each other. Like, I know I've talked to him a bunch you know almost all the shows other than that it's been you know people here and there that have come through um That's a lot of people got you know obviously AEW dark matches yeah right exactly um but definitely austin theory is probably the number one for sure that's cool hell yeah uh so what uh what is uh in the future for uh, brandon williams if you can manifest a few things uh what would you want for your wrestling career down the line Oh man, obviously, like realistically, or we're we talking about like dreaming. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to, whatever you want to put in the world. I mean, uh, getting a a small contract somewhere on a smaller level. I think. I mean, I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to go to WWE, man. Like that's obviously out the window. Um, I mean, it's but, not very likely, but you know, it is possible. I mean, it's possible, but I'm going on 38. I get it. Yeah, I mean, they want, and they're saying, you know, NXT, they want a lot younger, you know, whatever. But it is. It, it, I it get is that. Possible. You know, I get that it 100%. But, uh, you know, just keep wrestling. I just want to keep wrestling, man. And if I can make some more money to where I wouldn't have to bust my ass every day, at, you know, bartending, that would be cool. If it could pay for me to wrestle and go to school, that would be awesome. Um. Oh, what are you going to go to school for? Aerospace. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. There's like a program out here that like focuses on that, and they're good at getting getting jobs out here because it's where I'm near Huntsville, so there's a lot of NASA stuff out here. So you're gonna you're gonna plan a New South uh, show on the moon. That's right. I'm <laughs> That'd be cool. Moon baby. <laughs> you combine right. your aerospace and go to the moon. <laughs> Uh, speaking of New South, what's what's uh, some of the things that you would uh, like to see in the future for New South? Uh, continue to grow, man. Uh, it'd be cool if we could get uh, like a little spot on a cable show somewhere. Like that'd be cool around here to start. I think it's small time goals. Like continue to grow for sure. You guys. Uh, what was that? I'm sorry. Production, everything, A to Z. Hell yeah. Get better. Keep moving. <laughs> do you guys have a weekly show? You do, right? Yeah, we uh we usually shoot our action class shows. Uh, we usually shoot a couple episodes, sometimes three episodes when we do an event, and then uh it comes out weekly on IWTV. We used to have one every week at like seven o'clock. It was a, like a live thing for a good bit there, and then I think now it just drops on video on demand. But uh, we're gonna try to try to talk to guys at IWTV and maybe get us a weekly spot. We'll see. That is awesome. That is super awesome. Um, yeah. So this. So uh, do you have anything you want to like plug or promote? 
Uh, obviously, yeah, check out New South if you haven't. We're on YouTube, Facebook, any other kind of socials. We're on Twitter. Uh, me personally on Twitter. I usually deal with Twitter. I don't have Instagram or anything. Uh, Hook and Stretch. Check me out there. Trying to get booked over your way, man. Trying to come out there on the West Coast. Yeah, do it, man. Do it. Let me know. I'll try to come out. It's hard for right now. It's hard financially for me to get out to wrestling shows, but I'll definitely try to get to, to get out if you come out here. That'd be super fun. You checked out West Coast Pro? I, you know what? I just kind of discovered them on IWTV. I've seen a couple of their shows. I really want to go because they're not very far away right now. Dude. It's not so like feasible financially because you know you gotta buy the tickets, you gotta drive to San Francisco, you gotta park, you gotta get food. Bro, it's, it's 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 a it's an a event because San Francisco is not very not very like I mean it's accessible but it's expensive. You know, like you said earlier. Bro, um, tell me, about, tell dude, me my about. friend. I went to this uh, this uh, comedy show David Spade with my buddy. Yeah. And he found this parking garage. It was 80 bucks. And I was like, dude, 80 bucks for parking? He was like, it's better yeah. than a broken window. No, you're right. I, yeah. I used to take the bar in there, but then I regretted it every time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's most <laughs> pro. Uh, their next show, I'm not to promote them, but their next show, they're going to have Chris Hero versus Timothy Thatcher. And that is a dream match. I'm telling you, man, check it out somehow, any way you can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> IWTV. And then check out, check out New South Pro Wrestling, everybody. Uh, you can find them on IWTV and they have full shows on YouTube plus full matches on YouTube. So check that out to get a little bit of taste of it and then sign up for IWTV and, and get the full catalog. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hopefully we get to catch up soon. Hell yeah.